welcome back to Rara Reviews, where students from Rara Intermediate recommend things you should try, like books, games, movies, and much more. I'm Abby. Last time we told you about Land of Storage, and we are hoping you've had a chance to go out and find it. If not, stop listening and come back when you have. We're about to go full spoilers up to the end of book two, so you have been warned. We have Bradley, Izzy, and Julia back in the studio with us to share what they loved about the Land of Stories. Please welcome our first guest of the day, Bradley. Hello. What's one thing you loved about this media that you'd like to share? Probably the one thing is in the first book they find out that they are part fairy because their dad was actually came from the fairy world into the real world before he died and that their grandmother is actually um, the fairy godmother. Did you see it coming? No, no, not really, no. How does that change the story? It kind of sets up Alex setting one way, becoming really successful in as a fairy, and then it um, maybe becoming the next, next fairy godmother, and then it comes Connor trying to follow in his sister's footsteps. The split between two siblings is really interesting. As I've heard before, it was kind of like, one set up for success and one trying to follow their success. How old are they? They are about 12. So on the first book, they were 12. They just had their 12th birthday. So It kind of like makes it more intriguing because you've got two siblings, twin siblings, who have been stuck together for basically their whole life. And then suddenly when they hit the age of 12, they both start growing apart. Like Alex wants to become a fit wants to follow in her grandma's footsteps and become the fairy godmother in the um, fairy tale world and then Connor wants to just go back and live a normal life. Did you have any predictions after reading the first two books to what might happen next? Well after the first one no not really but then after the second one like it starts off with Alex getting trying to become the next fairy godmother and she getting quite sick and I could kind of see where it was heading. It kind of felt like it was going to be One of those ones where she takes over the fairy godmother and she has to take uh, control of and help the fairy tale world. Would you recommend following the series to the end? Yeah, definitely, because whenever I normally start a series, I normally get pretty bored and I just stop. But with The Land of Stories, I started it, I was doubtful that I I thought it would be probably kind of the same. But it actually wasn't. I actually got intrigued. And as soon as I'd finished reading the first book, I instantly went to my local library to see if they had the second book. Thanks for coming in, Bradley. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Please welcome our next guest of the day, Izzy. Hello. What's your favourite character in the Land of Stories books and why? I really like the character Gullylocks because, like, they changed her character so much and for the better because in her story she's, like, you know, the one that ate the porridge and angered the bears but she's, like, a bandit in the story and she rides around on a horse and there's, like, multiple wanted posters. Why do you think they made her a bandit? Honestly, I, I don't know, but maybe because playing with the mischief of her character in the original story, how she, like, broke into someone's house ate all their porridge, slept in their beards, broke a chair, and I don't know, maybe they played, They wanted to, like, emphasise that. Do you prefer the, the, like, Disney Goldilocks, you could say, or the Land of Stories Goldilocks more? Land of Stories. Is she, like, a Han Solo lovable person? Oh, yeah, totally. I think those two characters are quite similar. 
and even though she's bad, we're like, you know, all of us are secretly rooting for her because she's just a really likable character. Where do we meet Goldilocks, like, in the story? I'm pretty sure they meet her riding her horse called Porridge, and she might be, like, running away from the big bad wolf pack or something, and she picks them up and gives them a ride away from the wolves. And then late in the series, she appears a lot, and at first... She, like, doesn't want to be involved, but then she gets more involved. She's, like, someone you see throughout the series and you, like, see her develop as it goes on. Are there any other surprising character twists that really caught you off guard that you did not expect to happen? The Three Friends Charming Brothers, because there's... Obviously, when you read the stories of Cinderella, Snow White and Rapunzel, they're all are married to Prince Charming and they don't really have, like, a proper name... But in the land of stories, the yeah. Prince Charming, the, all, the, all the princes are brothers. And so they're called the Prince Charming Brothers. And that's why there's three of them. Yeah. Are they all equally charming or do you find one of them more charming? I suppose they're all equally charming. I mean, you don't really read much about them. They're, um, they're like side characters. What do you think of Froggy? <laughs> Froggy is the lovable character that is always ready to help. They meet him at the start of the book and he's already like, oh, so if you want to get to town, you go this way. And then I'm pretty sure he like comes with them or he stays behind and then later he joins them up. I can't remember. But he's funny because he drinks a lily pad tea and he lives yeah. underground and with all these books and he's been collecting the books and things that Alex has been throwing through the portal. Mm. So... That was funny. Last time you recommended the Never the Nevermore series, how do you think that relates to the land of stories? Well, it's kinda hard to explain without giving major spoilers, but the main character is supposedly cursed, but she turns out that she's not cursed and she possesses some kind of magic and she gets whisked whisked away to this other land or city called Nevermore. There are a lot of people in magic and she discovers that she's not different, but she's she's very unique. Her powers are very unique. It kind of sounds like it's a similar style of magic and it's got the element of how she like enters a magical world. Yeah, I would agree because the city itself is magic. Like they call the city a, like a woman and they say that she herself possesses a lot of magic and it's unstable and... Yeah, anything could happen, just like in Land of Stories. Yeah. Thanks for coming in today, Izzy. Bye. Bye. Hi, Julio. Hi. What's one thing you liked about the Land of Stories that you'd like to share? I love how the author, Chris Colfer, made this story the life of all the fairy tale characters after the end of their stories, and how he made the characters seem as though I was travelling alongside Which character has the best ongoing story, do you think? Um, in my opinion, I think that would be Queen Red Riding Hood because it's interesting how she became queen of her own kingdom. In the fairy tale, you only see her as the little girl. Yeah, in the book, she's all grown up and she actually gets to do things. <laughs> she's sort of funny because she's like sassy and she... She um, reminds me a lot of Genevieve. <laughs> um, because she's like sort of sassy and... She she's completely opposite the character that in her fairy tale. Is there anyone else who feels really different from the original story tale? In your opinion, I think like the evil queen, because it was interesting to know 
why she did all those things. Thank you for coming in today, Julia. This week's show was hosted by me, Abby, recorded and edited by Mitchell and Zach. Our guests were Bradley, Izzy and Julia. Thanks as always to CJ and to Rara Intermediate for supporting the show. Our theme music is by Nicholas Alstrom. You can follow our show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to catch all of our episodes when they drop. Tune in next time to hear our new recommendation. But before we go, here's one more quick pick from each of us. Bradley? Um, my recommendation is the new Loki series. Um, because it kind of makes the evil characters uh, a lot more complex. Izzy? I recommend Carcassonne because it's a game we build a kingdom using tiles. Julia? I would recommend My Neighbor Totoro because it's an easy Japanese film to go along with and it's very fun. Mitchell? Okay, I recommend Dragon Defenders. It's got a really good character description and awesome watching them evolve as the book goes on. I recommend a book called Refugee. It tells a story about three different refugees from different timelines, um, from Cuba, World War II, and Syria. CJ? I recommend another Katie O'Neill book, uh, The Tea Dragon Society. Very sweet, very fun. I recommend the 13th reality series, where it's like a twist on magic as well. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. <laughs>